Welcome back to No Need to Scroll, episode three, I believe. This is the show where I'm chronically online, so you don't have to be. Today, we have visuals, people. You can see me. I can see you. You can see my beautiful guest. Today, I would like to introduce to you... I'm Paige. Paige, wait. Oh, my God. That was a little awkward. What am I waiting for? Would I... Oh! Get it? Because your last name's wait. Oh. I didn't find that funny. Um, so anyway... <laughs> Yay! I had been saying, Woo! I had been saying, we're going to get the video. We're going to get the video. We didn't get the video. We got the video, people. We got people. the video. Painstakingly, but we got the video. Um, if you can see me behind me, no, you can't. Turner Shut. was working his tech magic while I was on Instagram. And that's all that matters. TBH, we made it work. Okay. Okay. So, in updates from our previous episodes, mm -hmm. I am curious have you listened to Scarlet by Doja? Yeah, I have. What do you think? Oh, my gosh. Uh, there's so much to unpack with the Doja Cat drama. There's so much. Okay, well, if you want to hear my honest opinions just about the album in general, I really liked it. I did, too. Like, it was really good. Like, and I can't like, lie. I don't know. Well, that's just because you like to hate someone when they're receiving back. I feel like it's, what is it called? Placebo or... Something you're like, well, I don't, she's canceled. So, and then you listen and you're like, it's not that good. I've done that before with artists. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was good. I still play it like right now. I kind of was shuffling it on the way here. I'm sorry. It's good. Y'all has, y'all heard it is good. I mean, you still guys still listen to Kanye West. So, can it, yeah, let me live my life. I still listen to Kanye West. So, I'm just living my life. I don't care. Yeah, we'll hear more about Doja later because she is staying relevant one way or another, mm -hmm. but she's making her issues. Um, also, so, you know, the whole, like, um, Travis Kelsey's mom was up in the box with Taylor, like, at a Chiefs game thing. Did you hear about that? Um, yeah, I did. I honestly don't care about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Uh, I think the funniest part about this whole situation is how much the NFL has taken and just oh ran with the fact that Taylor Swift is, like, dating one of their players. If you looked on any of their social media platforms, all their bios are, like, Taylor's vision. Taylor, they have something with Taylor. Like, like, oh, my God. They're just milking that woman to death. They'll capitalize off of it as much as they possibly can. It's so can. annoying. Yeah, well. Big day for annoying people. <laughs> Well, and then, okay, Travis Kelsey's mom was on one of these stupid talk shows, and um, they asked her, like, so how was it being in the box with Taylor? And, okay, yeah, is it probably rude to ask her that when both of her sons are, like, successful, blah, 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 whatever? Yeah, but also she had to know that's why she was there, so don't act all stupid about it. And she said, she said, it was okay. <laughs> Girl, you just talked to your son's, like, girlfriend or whatever is going on And there. she only described her as it was okay? Yeah. No, literally. They were like, how was it being with Taylor in that box? You guys looked like you were having fun. And she said with, like, a stink face on, it was okay. And it's like, ooh. Do you think it's PR then, their relationship? Because if, I don't know, if the mom of my boyfriend had that ill reaction, to, you know, I wouldn't leave him. Actually, honestly... In-laws are gross. I that's that's more so the train of thought I'm. Maybe having. she's like one of those moms that is like obsessed with her son. That's like exactly loves her what son I was say. too much. Well, and you don't have kids in the NFL because you're not like publicly a piece of your kids' um, success in the NFL just by chance. Like she's probably like boys' mama, um, been stuck by their she side every up. literally. And Did now she's, she's like, my sons? babies are getting so important, and it's all being taken over by this Taylor Swift girl. Ugh. You know, that's the energy I'm getting. It's like, my son doesn't need his mommy. He goes after that other girl. Blech. But this yeah, mama. I really don't care. Yeah. One, I don't care about the NFL, and two, I don't care as much about Taylor Swift as everyone well, else does. Okay, I really, I really do like Taylor, but it's getting to a frustrating point where a lot of people are like, okay, I, I don't want to hear about her if it's not about her music anymore. I'm sick of it. Um, I read a tweet saying, um, the irony of the media talking about oncoming Taylor fatigue when it's clearly not fatigue with Taylor herself, it's fatigue with every brand and publication using her image for some clicks or some coins. 
And it's like... I mean, but y'all y'all buy into it, so... Literally. I mean, here we are talking. Whose fault is it? I mean, yeah, companies are so annoying with pushing that out. But then you got people in the comments like, oh my God, Taylor. Speak now, Taylor's version. Shout out Husker Squifties on Instagram. <laughs> no shade to them. I like some of the posts they do. I saw... I always see which one I am. It's like, you know, the Get a Taylor Swift album. Yeah. I always be like, this who cares? And then I'll like look to it, see which Taylor Swift album. I haven't listened to that one, but I guys on Midnights. <laughs> I don't know. I really do like her music. I really do think she's a cool person. And I like I have made posters that are on my wall of Taylor Swift lyrics. Like I like Taylor Swift. But <laughs> it's it's getting a little bit annoying, guys. Back it up a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> mm. Ooh. You know what I love? Death. Death? So a little while ago, um, I believe it was me and Naya were talking about how all of these um, senators are like so old in Congress, you know, like Mitch McConnell. He's croaking. Yes. Uh-huh. And I had brought up, yeah, Diane Feinstein. She is just old. She's like 90 or something. Like, oh, my God, how is she so alive? Guess who died the other day? Who? Senator Diane Feinstein of California at <laughs> 90 years old died October 4th, I believe. Literally, I called it. Like, this Think girl croaked. More people need to start doing that. Dying? Manifesting the death <laughs> of senators. <laughs> because if you talk about it, then it's just going to it's gonna exist, guys. The universe works in your ways that favors you. Yeah, the New York Times called her the oldest sin- sitting senator and fixture of California politics, which like well, she she conservative, right? Republican? I don't I think she was a Democrat. Oh. No, a lot of people don't like her. She was not Re- exactly I'm, left I mean, I honestly but. have no idea who that lady is. Yeah, she's Sorry, I'm uneducated. She's really old, quite frankly, and she had been not doing well for a long time. Hmm. Like when you're getting wheeled into your seat at the Senate, there's an issue. She's getting wheeled in? Yeah. Like her daughter is like basically <laughs> everything for her. Oh there was like a whole conversation God. about her daughter having to be her power of attorney. And she was giving like political like agendas. She's mm-hmm. making policies. Well, and it's kind of insane. You know who I didn't expect to be our biggest like proponent here with my opinion on that stance? Who? Mitt Romney. <laughs> Mitt Romney was saying He's after still like relevant? Yeah, he was saying at like a press release. Um here. Um the times we're living in uh demand the next generation step up and express their point of view and to make decisions that will shape American politics over the coming century. Um he said baby boomers like him are not the right ones to be making the decisions for tomorrow. I mean, Mitt he's Romney right. with uh, a W. Yeah. Out of left field. What's that saying where it's like a clock that... A broken clock's right twice a day. Twice, right, a day. Yeah, that. It's true. It's just... I remember when it. we had a vote in elementary school between like Mitt Romney and Barack Obama. And I was like going based off like the propaganda my parents gave me. And I was like, I'm voting for Barack Obama. Anyone? Liberal parents. I manifested that in second grade. <laughs> or whatever the election was. I don't remember. That's just... Do you remember that? When we had a vote for... Wasn't it, like, to get, like, just pulling data from schools? But then why would you ask a child what political candidate they think is going to... They want to win. Like, hey, a child has any remote understandings of... The political ramifications <laughs> of, of America. Oh. I don't get it. I don't it's get just it. like red or blue team to me. <laughs> red or blue. <laughs> blue among us. Blue red imposters. <gasps> Imposter. <laughs> new segment. Well, it's not a new segment, but I'm transitioning segments. That's messy. Kind of roll through. So, <laughs> Israel and Palestine. <laughs> oh, that's one's. Okay, but I'm not going to talk about the bombings and the murders. Um, I am going to talk about the celebrities that are dealing yeah, with this. Yeah, I feel like that's much. Oh, I've been seeing, well, one Kylie Jenner deleted her Instagram story of Israel. Yeah, so a number of these celebrities have spoken out about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict since. Is there really a right side, though? No. No, that's and... the thing. Is like. I just saw on Twitter, actually, I was reading on Twitter while we were setting up the cameras about Noah Schnapp <laughs> and his post. Well, didn't he quote and say like that, uh, if you're not supporting Israel, you're supporting terrorism? 
Noah Schnapp said that. Well, I just saw on t- here. Pull it up. I want to make sure that I'm qu- not quoting something, but I swear that's what his Twitter thread said. Noah Schlapp. Slap. <laughs> no slap. Uh, no snap. Slams Instagram commenters who support Hamas violence against Israel. Have you lost your mind? Stop. Um, as a Jewish American, I'm afraid. Afraid for my brothers and sisters in Israel who have been senselessly attacked by Hamas. Truly heartbroken by the brutal murders. Blah, 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 blah. Um, let's stop the rhetoric and choosing sides. Instead, we must recognize that we are all on the side of the fight against terrorism. Choose humanity over violence. I think he didn't frame this well, but I think he's getting at the same thing that some other celebrities have been getting at. Um, so, well, people like Kylie have posted, like, pro-Israel stuff on their Instagram. <laughs> she deleted it so Jimmy Curtis. fast. Well, she lost a million followers on Instagram. Um, wow, I didn't a know million. that. That's, wow, that's yeah. crazy. I mean, not a lot considering how many she has, but that is massive. It's um, a huge amount of people. Absolutely. Well, because um, she posted a pro-Israel group, Stand With Us, saying, share if you stand with the people of Israel as they face one of the most frightening situations in many years. It is frightening. It is awful. It's both awful on sides. both sides. Yeah. Um, so Gigi Hadid on like the other side of that, who has been very pro-Palestine in the past because like she has a very Palestinian family. Well, yeah, and um, Bella Hadid as well. Exactly. She said, um, while I have hopes and dreams for Palestinians, none of them include the harm of a Jewish person. The terrorizing of innocent people is not in alignment with and does not do any good for the free Palestine movement. The idea that it does has fueled a painful, decades-long cycle of back-and-forth retaliation. Mm-hmm. No innocent civilian, Palestinian, or Israeli deserves to be a casualty. Like, I think that's what Noah Schnapp was trying to get at and maybe didn't address that, like, both sides stuff enough. Which, to be fair, you shouldn't have to be like, oh, everyone's right. Everyone's wrong to like not be attacked for it. But to the same point, when you're handling such a difficult, tough, messy situation, you have to be so clear about these things. And he probably isn't absolutely media trained in the world. But, you know, you should be. If you're a celebrity, you absolutely should be media trained. There's no excuse. Yeah. So when you're not <laughs> like when if you're, you're not, in the yeah. public eye online online. Yeah. This is one of the first things you should do. If you don't media training, what are you doing? Yeah, I think Gigi Hadid has been proving very, very mature on this. Um, I've read a lot of stuff saying both of the Hadid sisters have had to like heavily educate themselves on this because they've been going. I've to, had like... to heavily educate myself. On exactly. It. Well, because I went from not knowing. Well, because people again, that's why it's so important for celebrities to not to frame it in such a right way. They mm-hmm. have almost the same amount of responsibilities as news platforms because they're reaching even more people. And people trust them more than they trust and politicians. Exactly, because they're influencers. That's what they're like built to do. Literally. And that when you reach people like me before who have honestly no idea what's happening in the situation and you call for action and say and, you know, accuse one side of being horrible or doing these things, obviously when you have no idea what's going on, you're gonna be like, Oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, I totally stand with Israel or Palestine. And then you're already one-sided when you haven't even, like, gotten the education or anything like that. Because why would, you know, most people don't spend their time longer than three seconds to figure out an issue and then they're sold on the chronically online take, unfortunately. You see a post saying um, the Free Palestine movement is associated with bombing and murdering children. And you're immediately like, oh, my God, screw the Palestinians. This is awful. This is awful. Go Israel. And then you look into it a little bit more and it's like, oh, this is a very, very deep, complex now war between these two groups where you can't possibly understand what's really going on there if you have not deep dived not into at this. All. Um, I still don't fully grasp the conflict going on. I mean, it's a yeah. huge study aspect or that people need to look into. Also, this is the fact that people there's so much information out there that people just think there's so much on Twitter that people think a Twitter thread is going to educate them. That's educating yourself. I read a Twitter thread and now I know everything that's happening. I mean, although people, it's good to find people who can educate you through social media platforms. How do you know it's real? You don't. A lot of fake news. Like that no shop thing. I don't even know if that was real where he said that, you know, side with Israel if you're not supporting terror. He might not have even said that. <laughs> but yeah. I, you know, Whatever pop craze, yeah, that's popular account. I, I don't know. So grave. like, people, oh God, it's just people need to not. Although I believe 
online activism is important, but people need to not put their opinion out there in the world when they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. It's Shut your mouth. messy to say the least. Um, it is so messy. And well, celebrities... It's, it's just tragic. I mean, it's messy when you look at it from our perspective, but we, like, overseas, people are just, like, that's terrible. They're living in a war environment, and here we are canceling celebrities, posting, like, can we just figure out what's going on? Can we Can we try to solve the issue yeah let's not focus on what kim kardashian posted well and these celebrities are screwed if they screwed if they don't because if they make a statement on this then they can go down the kylie jenner uh jamie lee curtis route of saying something oh, without so yeah without a whole lot of context <laughs> oh, no. and they're saying this is awful and then they're kind of going against the pre-palestine movement movement and all that and that's that's not really the way to go about it but if you don't say anything, then like a lot of people are going after um, Gigi's sister Bella Hadid online saying, well, she's not saying anything about this. And in the past, she's been really pro-Palestine. So what are we doing here? Does that mean that she just supports this murder? You can't. I mean, Win. yes, these are influencers. Yes, these are people with a lot of power. Yes, they do have some sort of responsibility to have some decent morals publicly. publicly but But they really don't also. Yeah. It's your job to look at proper news sources. Mm -hmm. Gigi Hadid and Bella Hadid's job, their jobs are to be models. Their jobs right. are to post on their social media about Mugler. Their jobs are not to be sending you all of these different articles explaining how to <laughs> understand, like, the national, yes, national social political conflicts. That's not what they're trained to do. So when we expect these people to be properly educated on this, we are setting all of ourselves up for failure. Also, didn't Bella Hadid just post that she's like recovering from some chronic illness also? Probably. I saw. On Which, her... I mean, I blame her mom for Wasn't that. Wasn't it like but... Lyme disease or something like that? Oh. <laughs> she got Lyme disease? <laughs> Lyme disease. Bella Hadid or Gigi Hadid? Bella, she just posted. Bella Hadid, Lyme disease. Um, Hadid shares her in struggle August. on Instagram after what she described as almost 15 years of invisible suffering, including 100 See? plus days of Lyme. Oh, my. Yeah, she has chronic illness. So why would why would she why would she make her spend her time making a stupid Instagram story? She has a chronic illness. I she, Maybe she has bigger fish to fry. Yeah, it hmm, it really does just have just messiness a, written all over it. Yeah, it does. Mm, messy, messy, messy. <laughs> well, so we want to know something else that's really messy. Versus does Doja Cat wearing that uh, shirt? That one was <laughs> next on my list. <laughs> How did I know? How did I know? I wanted to bring it up because Doja Cat white supremacist shirt. I've been doing a lot of looking into that. Is crazy. Yeah. So Doja Cat posted a shirt on her Instagram with Sam Hyde, who is an alt right comic who was previously given money to a neo Nazi group. Um, $5,000 <laughs> alongside wow. having other scandals of racism and sexism. Now. And he's ugly. And he's ugly. Is Doja Cat actually a neo-Nazi? No. Well, okay. So there's a situation <laughs> with that. Yeah, it's weird that she wore a shirt with a neo-Nazi on it, but it's pretty obvious that she's... She's a troll. She's a troll, and she's like she's this troll. <laughs> edgy. She has edgy, dark humor. Like uh, that's her aesthetic. Like Demons, what else did you? My head. What else did you expect from her? Like obviously that's weird. Like we're all looking at her. Like, girl, what is that? But what did you expect at the end of the day? I think what she did wrong was how yes. she took <laughs> down the post of her, cropped out the shirt, and then reposted it. With eye rolling emojis, like we, like what? Dojo. That that was a that was a choice for sure. Like you're just I don't under like what's the point? Well, and I saw just a ton of TikToks talking about resurfacing her chat room scandals and her racist scandals, and they're right. They didn't like those scandals didn't go away. She still was this like scandalous chat room racist. Pick me. Well, she clearly has just issues with her identity. And see, I don't know what percent of the whole chat room stuff is like truthful or is reported. I mean, there's I've seen a lot of receipts that were posted. Ooh. 
Yeah. Well, and what's to explain the pattern of incel white men that she's dated? True. They're the exact same. It's clearly a type. Girl here, but there's she's not making it easy because I don't think she wants to be defended. I think she kind of wants to ruin her public reputation because I think it's fun for her. To which I say, sadistic. But hey, that's the brand now. Sure, whatever, say girl. In this, say in that. <laughs> I mean, she can do whatever she wants as long as she keeps putting out music. Because <laughs> my mom. I'll keep listening. Yeah. Just don't do anything like. Just stop being like. Just stop doing the like extra too much stuff. You can be you obnoxious troll, on Twitter you... without posting a neo-Nazi on, See, on your shirt. Your shirt. You don't have to be like, that's going too far. It's just weird. And you clearly know that you can get away with it. Well, because you have time. and got away with it. She's very much the Trish where everybody will talk about her downfalls. She but is like Trisha She'll Penis. still move on with it. That's a great like comparison. I kind of wow. feel like Trisha's gotten a redemption, though. I don't like Trisha Paytas. I kind of do. Is that kind of like a hot take? I don't think so. You I know, think like she's re- iconic, of course. Like I won't say that she isn't like <laughs> she's funny and I haven't entertaining and isn't a big pop culture icon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't like her. <laughs> well, I can't blame you for that. I mean, it's logical. Well, and I don't like that. Just like she's had this redemption now that she's had her baby. I think it's great for her that she's you know living a more mob life and calm. She's calmed down finally. But, like, the fact that people are just standing her so much even more for that, man, like, let her let her die down. Married with a donkey. <laughs> She's, She's my, my favorite, favorite hunky. hunky. When she identified as a chicken nugget. I actually watched the other night. <laughs> I was up late. I just watched, like, a whole 50-minute, like, deep dive into the H3 podcast. Like, the oh, the Frenemies podcast yes, drama yes, yes, with yes. Trisha. Yes, yes, yes. That is the most some interesting, interesting. I can't believe she got with Ethan's sister's brother. That's shady. Well, they married. They had a kid. They're happy. Yeah. Is it weird? Yeah, but it's weird. It's hey, wrong. If they're happy, I mean, I don't know. And Hila rubbed me the wrong way too. It all rubbed me the wrong way. At the end yeah. of the day, it's you. You won't see me publicly supporting any of them. Yeah, I'm not going to go around being like, I love Trisha Paytas, but I do think she's a funny... I will never give those people my money in my life. I mean, I probably already do with their their monetization and clips, but I can't, like, obviously help that, but I will never... You're like, I'm not going to walk around in Teddy Fresh merch. No, I had... I used to wear Teddy Fresh. In uh, early high school, I bought a beanie and a shirt back when, like, the Vape Nation, like, was popular because that's what I, like... I was that middle school kid who, like, was that vape nash. That's funny. PewDiePie. That's really funny. That's probably the most controversial thing about myself. I watched, hey, you're like, crazy. Watch, like, PewDiePie. You're wild. God, give me, like, don't put me on Twitter, guys. I'm kidding. Ooh. Paige going to get canceled. <laughs> well, Paige, wait, canceled for watching PewDiePie as an eighth grade or, like, an eighth grader. Mostly, actually, more like sixth and seventh grader. I think I realized I tried to be popular in eighth grade. And I didn't watch him <laughs> what a loser! Speaking of losers, Drake. So, <laughs> I just, okay. Speaking of mid albums, that's it was not good. Bleh. So yeah, Drake came out with the new album for all the dogs, for all the dogs, for all the dogs. Um, and he <laughs> won't leave Rihanna alone. So why? Wait, what's going on with him and Rihanna? Well, okay, they dated seven years ago, which I also didn't know. Oh, yeah, but I about that. they dated seven years My ago. Controller. And on this new album, people are saying a lot of these songs are apparently, like, dissing on Rihanna and her husband, ASAP Rocky. So, ooh, little burp. <clears throat> Thank you. Yum. Uh, right? That's good. Bubbler. That's a little bit of projection, I feel like. Oh, yum. That was good. I love bubblers. Mm. Not to be too ad, but the dark blue mixed berry bubbler. The dark blue mixed berry bubbler. Yeah, like those sorority girls that have product do they like legit get product endorsements sorry to like totally get off track but hey do like greek life girls get endorsements for bubbler because loki <laughs> i'm trying to be like you <laughs> the way they buy those things out as somebody that works well, the if they market, get sponsored like send me some free drinks bubbler dude i would. actually no i want red bull <laughs> <laughs> if i'm gonna shoot if i'm gonna shoot my shot i better shoot big i was a monster ultra kid so i had dude. a monster phase senior of high school 
and that's it. Monster Ultras were like my junior year high school like obsession. Mm. I kind of re-ran into it a little bit last year, but mm. I go through phases. Love yeah. those. Right now I'm on a bubble cake. Mm. But Drake. Oh yeah, Drake. <laughs> so 21. yeah. Can you do something for me? I just have the I have the meme of like his son singing it. He's like, Twenty one, can you do something for me? He's so cute though. I hate kids. I also hate Drake. Who? Really? Yeah. That's so, a hot take too. Listeners are really explain. thinking. I don't have a lot to explain. I just his don't last like two him. albums were not good. No, I don't think he's ever seemed like a good person publicly. Nor do his. Nor does his music appeal to me. Which, hey, subjectivity is more than fine. I just don't like. If you don't seem like a good person and I don't like your music, then what? What do I have to like you for? Not hating on goddamn Rihanna. I I think Rihanna's cool. I like some of her music. So excuse me. <laughs> um, no, I don't even have bubbler. Literally. That's just me being gross. No, but you're special for it. Um, excuse me. <laughs> so in Fear of Heights, people have been saying at the beginning he like repeats anti a bunch, which is the name of uh, like Rihanna's like most popular album. Oh. Um, and then he says how people make it sound like he's still hung up, um, assumingly on his ex, Probably Rihanna. is. And then he says, that man, he's still with you. He can't leave you. Y'all go on vacation. I bet it's anti, like A-N-T-I-L-L-E-S, like the place. And that is where Rihanna's home is in, like, Barbados, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Rihanna's from Barbados, and there is lesser anti in the Caribbean in Barbados. So... They think that, like, Drake is writing all these lines, basically being like, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky win. And it's like, <laughs> dude. I mean, dude. but, yeah, he could be probably, I mean, it's believable that he could be writing about Rihanna. And it's also believable that people are trying to reach to get any sort of. Well, unfortunately, it keeps going. Story out there. Oh. So on Virginia Beach. Maybe I'll Beach, take that back. Okay. <laughs> on Virginia Beach, he says. Drawn conclusions like you got a Parsons degree or something. I could have treated you better. That's crazy. And Rihanna has an honorary degree from the Parsons School of Design. Um, on another late night, Drake seems to take an app, ooh, seems to take aim once again. Whoever wrote this is stupid. At ASAP Rocky, I ain't pretty flacco. Um, nodding to Rocky's name. Yeah. B word. This S word. Get really rocky. Hmm. Okay, I take that back. Yeah, that's clearly about them. Dang. Yeah, which, like, it's kind of awkward because Rihanna said in the past, like, we're not friends now, but it's not like we're enemies, you know, don't be making beef about it. Um, but obviously, but made beef. Drake wants to be making so what's beef the, about So what's it. the point? Like, why did he do that? Like, what's well, the point, Drake? Is he screaming for relevance? Is he just in his feels? I, I mean, probably know. he dissed Megan last album. Clearly, he just has Leave Megan alone. He clearly just loves to, you know, hate on women that he couldn't have. Megan's so gorgeous. And she's so funny. Megan Thee Stallion is hilarious. And she actually is really funny. It's I enjoy watching a lot funny. of her interviews. Also, she um, toured with Beyonce in Houston. That was cool. She did, yeah. So cool. I was watching her video, obviously, for the plot and not her butt. It's big. It's the truth. So a bunch of fans were all like, Drake just <laughs> Rihanna. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on from Megan's really large really. butt. Nicely toned booty. Sorry, booty, really voluptuous and quite large. Um, so Drake dissed Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, and that only means one thing: it still hurts him enough to disgrace himself to the public after six years. I didn't think I'd ever say this, but Drake, you flopped. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he can probably stay mad. I mean, they have two kids together now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't what know what the do? point was. Right, like, it's move on. It's, this is a little bit late, I feel like. Yeah. Another person said, Drake's still crying about Rihanna seven years later. We tired. But that ASAP album, ooh, it's going to hopefully. Dude, what if Rihanna and ASAP collab on it? I would need that. They should. Why won't they do it? A lot of, like, close Lift me up. <laughs> like, I hate that song. I'm sorry. I hate that song. I felt so bad because my friend, like, she actually genuinely liked that song. And we hung out once and she would just play it. And I was like, what do I, I skipped it. Because I was like, I can't. It's boring. Y'all rocking with Lift Me Up? I mean, it's, it's a beautiful song. 
But it's meant for a movie. It's not like, let's for turn Black it Panther on 2. when we're hanging out and getting lit. Like. <laughs> yes. Somebody crank lift me up. Yes. That's, guys, let's do a shot to lift me up. <laughs> oh, my God. A um, shot every time they say lift me up. Yeah, pff, drunk. <laughs> well, I mean, the Hanging Tree remix. If that can go in, are you? Coming to the streets. I told you to hey. They say he murdered me. Oh, oh, oh. So messy. What? Why did that go anywhere? Who made that? Who? Okay. The hanging, hanging tree remix. Like, who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> Rebel remix. Rebel. Intense techno remix. There's going to be a new Hunger Games movie. I'm excited. I read the oh. book. The Ballad of the Songbirds and Snakes. I read the book. You should, I definitely recommend. It's very good. Obviously, it's going to be better than the movie. I'm scared it's going to be corny. I can't get behind the concept of already knowing that I hate snow and then having snow be a character. It makes me uncomfy, you know? I mean, they, they don't really make his character, like, sympa, like sympathetic or what is the, what's the word I'm looking for? Empathetic? Like, you can't really empathize with him at all in the book. They don't make him, like... I okay. don't feel bad for him. I mean, yeah, he grows up poor, but who doesn't? Who I think, right? <laughs> let's ask the audience. <laughs> oh, well, let's ask the audience. <laughs> ah, okay. Speaking of things that are coming out soon, coming to a screen near you. Ooh, I don't like that I emphasized that word. Um, <laughs> the Traders season two. Have you heard about this? The Traders season two. Okay, so The Traders is a reality TV show that um takes like really um notable what's the word reality TV characters and puts them all in like a house and then pretty much makes them. Is it on Among Netflix? Us. I think it was. At least season two is going to be on Peacock. I don't know if season one was on Peacock. I feel like I've heard of this show. Like, all these famous... Wasn't, like, uh the... What's Sorry. her face? Tiffany Pollard, right? <sighs> wasn't Tiffany Pollard New York? What's her name? Starts in O. Omarosa? Omarosa. Wasn't she in one of the earlier seasons? Let me... What was Omarosa on Trader? Another reality show I've really been watching is, like, The Baddies East like club you know what i'm talking about so. uh i actually don't the know show with that. like that has like krishan rock on it i don't know who that is you don't know who krishan rock is i don't know how many people are wow i'm more chronically online than turner guys i beat out the host for knowing lies and deceit lies and well, deceit. okay so it's like a reality show where like these like baddies go on it it's mm -hmm. basically just like a fighting reality show they just pick fights with each other and just go to clubs. <laughs> just like, it's so funny. Whoa, Vicky. You know who Whoa, Vicky Whoa, is. Whoa, Vicky was on it. Whoa, Vicky's on the newest season. And she's been jumped like at least three times. It's so funny, but so not. Like, it's terrible. Nine, because she's like a ten, a lamb. And a lamb. <laughs> well, she's like a renounced Christian now. She's like changed her ways. Did you not know that? She preached. She went on the show. She apparently went on the show to preach gospel. Which, why would you go on a show about fighting each other? And just beefing to spread gospel. So she's been like so jumped like three times. I feel so bad for her. Why? But it's very entertaining. Girl, you you sacrificed yourself there. Sorry to go back to your reality show. No, my kid. reality show that Was I Omarosa in it? Did you find her? No, she was not, but oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> so pretty much they make them play like Among Us. <laughs> they like take a bunch of these like really big um pers like reality TV personalities, and they make a couple of them traitors, and they, like, murder people. Um, and then when you're out, you're out. So you're like, ooh, what's happening? Blah, 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 blah. Among us in real life. Yeah, so they have two of, like, the most prolific survivor players ever, um, Parvati and um, Sandra. Sandra is, like, Sandra's the queen. She's won, She's the only person who ever won Survivor twice. She won Survivor twice. Okay. She got these people. She I've was done that, like, too, but on Roblox. So, so you're pretty much the really queen better. Too. Who, I'm pretty much better than Sandra. But, 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 but. Honestly, like, I would argue it's harder than the real life survivor. Paige. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, yeah. Okay. So there's, there's them. Um, there's like four different people from Real Housewives. Um, I don't know most of them, but I have heard of Phaedra Parks. So I noted her down. Miss Phaedra. She is a big name. Um, from Drag Race, they have Peppermint, which excites me deeply because oh, I love cool. Peppermint. I... Know too much about Drag Race and season nine was lovely. And Peppermint is 
uh, like New York icon. She's really big in drag. Um, also a really big like trans activist. So go for Peppermint. Cool. Um, and Michael Jordan's son is on there. I've never heard of Marcus I didn't Jordan. Know he had a son. Well, he plays and he is there. How old is he? How old is Marcus Jordan? That's a good question. Um, he, I think he's currently playing. He's 32. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, he played for UCF Knights, second oldest child of Michael Jordan. So maybe he doesn't play anymore. Sorry. Yeah, college ended at 2012. So I lied. Anyway. <laughs> I was like, he's 32. Why is he still playing? <laughs> college has been a rough time for him. Um, he's been there for Super a decade. Senior. <laughs> that is so funny. Um. So that's airing in early 2024, but the Traders also has like they have a bunch of like um, franchise spinoffs in different countries. In Canada, the Traders Canada is airing right now, and I don't know anyone in that lineup because Canadian TV is like Canadian TV, except for somebody from Drag Race Canada. One of the like stupidest, funniest TV characters I've ever seen. Her name, <laughs> her name is Miss Fiercealicious, which is awful. I know she knows it too. Is that like the point? Yeah. Okay. It's so kind of like I, kinda, I love that. It I is... think it's supposed to sound like a thirteen-year-old giving himself a drag name. You know, Miss yeah. Fiercealicious. But um, she just goes by Fierce. Anyway, <laughs> she is so funny. Her entire season, um, anytime something would go wrong, she would just be like a little baby about it and be really dramatic. And then one time somebody paired her up with a girl she didn't like. And she was like, this is sabotage. So then she went the entire season claiming everything was sabotage. Like nowhere in Drag Race has everyone, has anyone ever gotten their own uh, montage? They started an episode like midway through the season with like a minute and a half montage of all of her dramatic moments throughout the season. Just because you had to keep up with everything she was doing because she'd been so funny. Yeah. I love this girl. And she's on the cast. And it's so funny because they start. Okay. I haven't watched the show because I don't care, but there was a clip I saw on TikTok where like, they're like, okay, everybody go. And they're like running off, sprinting down this field. And you just see this girl in full geesh, full drag and these little like tiny heels. And she's just sprinting in these little Wait, heels. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that clip where she has like orangish hair in the video or something like that. Maybe. Um, but I've seen someone like just full on dead sprinting. <laughs> Traders Canada. Fierce sprinting heels. And I'm just like, what is this? Um, oh my god. Is there no easy videos I can see? Come on. Uh auditioning for drag race Olympics. That's so funny. Is it this? It is! Oh my god, this is so funny. Um Yeah, I maybe I'll insert this clip or maybe I'll just show the camera, but let's show the audience. Yeah, she looks like she's like... My girl is running. My girl is sprinting. My girl is in those heels. Ah! <laughs> What's she doing? For those who can't see, it's literally a drag queen in drag uh. running in heels. It is so funny. And then somebody in the comments was like, those don't look like stilettos. And she's like, what? What do you expect out of me? Me and my kitten heels will be okay. Thank you very much. Oh my god, that is just okay. I, I think there's something really. I don't want to say like, it gives me hope, but the concept of these shows, which were once so um, ostracized or at least shoved to the corner, like Drag Race started out on Logo TV, something you've probably never heard of, mm -hmm. um, small little production. Over time, it grew. Now it's on VH1, and it's a big deal. But it's like the these, show. yeah, these shows featuring um this queer talent and so many queer stories they make a difference they show people they can be comfortable in th themselves they show people different art forms they can mean a lot so seeing um peppermint in the u.s and fierce on canada being able to actually be featured on these like bigger franchise shows on these bigger networks of like um hey these are all reality tv icons and you get to be included in that. Like, it it feels like it's a change. It feels like it's like, wow, it these does. people really are included now. Um, right. I'm not saying that. Because Drag Race is a reality TV show. Yeah. So why are drag queens separated from being stars of reality TV? Yeah. I mean, we're not post-homophobia, like, obviously. But it does feel like we're getting somewhere to think that. We're definitely not post-homophobia. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And that's because of me. 
because I hate gay people. Um, yeah. What about you, Paige? Do you hate gay people? I hate them. There's one if there if there's one gay person out there. No, what's the saying where it's like, if there is one gay hater out there, it's me. I thought you were gonna do the Lady Gaga thing. There could be 99 people in a room. <laughs> Just one <laughs> needs to believe in you. <laughs> the clip of her saying Baby, that. Baby, we were born this way. Shut up. No matter gay, straight, or bad, yeah. transgender. Lesbian. Oh, I don't know the word. Yeah. I'm on the right track. I'm born to survive. Okay. Uh, I'm kidding, <laughs> by the way. What? I'm kidding, by the way. Yeah. You only kind of hate gay people. Teamwork. Eh. I don't know if I've done this segment yet. But I'd like to introduce Fandom Frenzy. Ooh. So back to Taylor Swift, because we have to talk about Taylor Swift every Ugh. five seconds. seconds. Why? I'm going to check the time real quick. We're only at 40 minutes, and I think I've made it through the book of this. Wow, that's interesting. We have to get to an hour, right? I typically go for that. We can do it. Okay. Um. So Taylor Swift and Beyonce have very large fan bases, especially on Stan Twitter. Oh, yeah. And they've been really annoying lately. As somebody who has been frequenting Twitter quite a bit, I am on a daily basis seeing these Swifties and then like Beehive stands screaming about how the other is a flop. They're like, Taylor can't even sing. Look at her dancing They're like this. They're calling Beyonce a flop? Swifties are doing that. And I'm just like, they who really? Do you think Girl, either of these women? They're coming after Beyonce. Yeah, you're kind of coming. Why would you come after like one of the most, probably like the best live performer of our day? I don't even listen to Beyonce intentionally, but I'm not stupid. I do listen to Beyonce actually. I'm a big Beyonce fan. I was jealous of people that I would like to go see her in Kansas City. My cousins are in New York. That's so cool. That sounds really cool. Isn't that sick? <sighs> I just. It's it's so frustrating to see because it's like, well, it's just you will never catch me uh, idolizing a celebrity like that. Mm -mm. That's embarrassing. You got like, are you not embarrassed of yourself to be like talking about a person who has no idea who you are? And I'm not even all that and not even on their level. Yeah, I'm not all that upset about the concept of people really caring about be a, a fan of someone and like exactly. like their stuff and repost it and be involved. But and why are you tearing down somebody else? Especially, that's weird. Not to pull up the women tearing down women, but why are we trying to pit these women against each other? Why can't we just be like, wow, they're both killing it? I don't even know. I don't even know Swifties and Beyonces. Is it because of the tours we're going on yes. at about the same time? So, at least it's a whole probably. separate, different bases in music. Like, I mean, they're both still pop, but like, it's completely yeah. different types of music. Because right now, both the eras they're for... not even the same league. Actually, I think the Renaissance tour just ended. But both the Eras Tour yeah. and the Renaissance Tour have been going. Is the Eras Tour while. still going on? Oh, it's still going for like another year. Jesus. Yeah, she's got a whole lot of countries to hit. But it's like these are huge tours, like the biggest of our time. And they are making people polarized on the issue because it's like, oh Who well, cares? who's better? Yeah. Why does somebody have to be better? Why can't we just appreciate? You can like one more, but why are you going online saying that? Taylor sucks because she can't X, Y, and Z. Why are you going along saying that Beyonce's like, a flop because she didn't X, Y, Z like Taylor? Like, get a they hobby. provide different things. Literally. Get, oh my God, Outside. you're just being awful. Get off Twitter. And Stop if you- tweeting about people who don't care about you. Literally. And richer well, and, than you and more successful than you. If, if Taylor Swift is your special interest, sure. If you want to post stuff that you love about Taylor Swift, go for it. Why are you being hateful? you saying bad things about Beyonce? What did Beyonce do? Because at the end of the day, it's not hurting Beyonce in any way. It's really just projecting a poor image onto people who are going to see uh, that content. It makes you look pathetic. Twitter. Yeah. I, you're just going to see someone hating on a woman and be like, yeah, for no reason. Yeah. So you think Beyonce cares what you think? Yeah. Right now. Or Taylor Swift. <laughs> Literally. Exactly. Like, um, I hate when people think they have, like, Feel like they have to say something about a topic, like it matters. Oh Keep it in your head. Oh, they're gonna say your pants. In your pants too. Keep it in your pants. If you want to keep it a little fun. Ooh. Okay. Because right now, um, each tour is gonna have like a movie come out, which like don't know if I love this idea, but fine, whatever. Era's tour movie or film or whatever. I mean, is why not? 
pre-sales happening, and then I believe the same is for the Renaissance tour. And everyone's pitting these numbers against each other. The um, Eras tour film has already passed 100 million in worldwide pre-sales, which, yes, that's insane. Wait, what is pre-sale? Like, pre-buy the movie? or like? Yep, and people being like, I would like a ticket for then. Oh. Yeah. And Taylor did this exclusively through AMC. It's not people that are dying. Theaters, <laughs> um, which, like, screwed over another um, movie that was supposed to come out that day. It's it's a lot happening all at once. And it's like, okay, this is cool. This is exciting. I get that. But then it's just another, like, arrow in the quiver, you know, that people are being like, Beyonce doesn't have these numbers, does she? Well, Beyonce is busy being, like, the most talented dancer. Why do I really care? Yeah, with Blue Ivy in second. Blue Ivy is kind of killing it. Which Stan? Yeah, I love her. Kind honestly. of impressive, but I saw a video that was like um, Blue Ivy's first performance on the Renaissance tour, and then her I've last. stayed watching her progression throughout the tours. It's cool. Yeah, I wonder if she's. Gonna, but like, I mean, like, I can't believe people were hating on her when she was literally twelve years old dancing in front of like thousands of people. Like that isn't extremely difficult or terrifying. Like you could do that. Yeah, I could. Anyway. I will. You would just have too much to say. Tomorrow. You're going to do that tomorrow? I'm going to dance in front of the entire beehive tomorrow. You're going to do the mute challenge. <laughs> I'm going to go up there and Look I'm going to go. And everybody go mute. And then someone's going to be like, wow, in the crowd. Shut and everyone's going to be like, shut up. That's actually exactly The amount of like, like TikToks that have gone on my free page about failed mute challenges, like people and everything. I don't care, but it's just like flooded my for you page. And I'm like, it's. Yes, it's like people care so much. They take that so seriously. The mute challenge. They stay pressed. I mean, yeah. Mute. Mute. I don't know. I just, I find it very interesting that people want to be so pressed on just like tearing down other people. On Stan Twitter. I really think it's just because our dopamine levels are so low in our brains. We look to pick fights with people online to get us riled up because it's fun. And it's through a screen, so, like, people think they're invincible. Yeah. It's easy to feel like you're going to be safe in that, but it's like... But no hate to the Taylor Swift beehive army. I will not. I would never want them to come after me. You don't want them to? No. Why not? They can, like, find my address. They're scary. Yeah, they will. They'll probably dox Stan you. Twitter is, like, an enigma. It needs to be studied. <laughs> I could do, like, my thesis about it, maybe. About Stan Twitter? Yeah. I mean, has someone done that? You look into that. Someone done an academic writing piece on Stan Twitter? I'm going to look this up. I'm going to be our journalist here. <laughs> academic writing on Stan. That would be a difficult thing to do. Well, and you'd only have to focus on one stand account or like one fan base. With standing cancel culture, stand Twitter and reactionary fandoms. They've definitely done like BTS stuff. Haley Roos. Because I've read articles about like the BTS fandom. Uh, I don't get K-pop. Those. I don't. don't You can bleep me out, but those are crazy. Those BTS stand accounts. They're insane. And the Ariana Grande people, too. Arianators. Arianators. Which she's canceled. Ooh. Is she canceled or is are people just like... Okay, I feel like I'm in the small minority of people that don't really care that she's a homewrecker. Like... I mean, I can never... I can never hate on a woman. I never think she, a woman could do wrong. So... I don't but, know. But, although I feel bad for the wife of the guy... Well, what's I don't see he's so irrelevant I don't even know his name. Ethan. His name's Ethan Slater. Ethan Slater. I feel bad for his wife. That's terrible. That's something where I don't think I could let that slide. We don't really know if that's the context though, because okay, that's my thing. Everyone's like, Ariana basically stole Ethan Slater's husband who just had a child. Well, wait, husband. Ethan Slater's <laughs> wait wife wife's husband. So basically, <laughs> people are saying that Ariana took Ethan from his wife. There we go, the words. Yeah. Um, And I just, I, I, like, I don't care. You know? 
It's none of my business. No. I don't care either, yeah. I mean, I feel bad for her because, like, at the end of the day, that would suck if I wasn't that experienced. Major balls. Men suck. Cheating sucks regardless. But, yeah, who cares? Just put the album out, babe. <laughs> I don't. I don't think she's ever gonna write another album. You, I think what? Well, I think. I mean, not literally, but I think. I think it could be like another five years before she releases music, honestly, because, say it's like a year process of her actually starting. I don't think she's even looked into it. Like I think at every turn she has been like, "Yeah, I'm okay. Thanks, guys." Like she took some time off, and then she started working on Wicked. Okay. And oh yeah, I forgot she did that. She only got so far into working on the Wicked. Before, um, I think they had like another week to film for part one, I want to say, before the writer's strike hit. So even if that starts up oh, again yeah. here in like a month or something, when they, when they can get everything scheduled out, they have to finish that up and do the second whole thing before like she might actually even want to start working on music again. <sighs> yeah. Well, hurry so, up. Like, <laughs> Ariana said, no, 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 no. She said, you want a new a new perfume? <laughs> and she'll continue to release those perfumes. How many does she have? Like, like Ariana. Four? Five? There's like Cloud. There's the pink puff ball. My friend was obsessed. She had like all the Ariana Grande perfumes, which Loki I was almost in and what's the word? Influenced? Mm. Almost. Influenced by like the mod blush yeah. perfume. There's cloud pink, cloud, um, mod vanilla. Oh, wait. Mod Vanilla, um, God is a Woman, Cloud 2.0, Intense, mm. Sweet Like Candy, The Pink Puff. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't see any others. Oh, yeah, Mod Blush. They're cool, though. They're kind of cool. The Mod one's cool. They smell so good. Unfortunately, about five to ten minutes before filming ended, our screencast kind of just dropped out. So our video and audio from that is lost. There's not a whole lot of fun conversations besides me and Paige talking about her ex who smelled like um, a rice cooker, I believe. So with that being said, I want to thank you for showing up to this third episode of No Need to Scroll. I'm glad we have most of it together and you were able to see this um, kind of environment, see us interact. And thank you for being here. Enjoy your day.